Well, let's go into the hot takes for gaming. Mixed Media Gaming. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Mixed Media. Uh, we just finished Ben's segment on uh, 90s animated films, as you can see by the thumbnail. Yeah, I'll be doing my arguing with Reddit segment on gaming. Nathan hasn't seen these before, so I'm just going to pop one except, random. Except the one. Yes, except except his own, the one that he picked for himself. Well, other than that, he hasn't seen any of them, so uh, I'll pull that up at random and uh, we'll be ready to go. And this first one is from Producer Wife. I don't know if you can read it. I'll read it for you. Uh, I can't. I don't have the stream open either this time. So. Okay, so it says, uh, Valve honestly is a worse gaming company than EA is, and is surviving based on the reputation and its community being very unwilling to call them call them out. And uh, they're, look, they're saying, look at what they've done recently. CSGO refused to update and fix anti-cheat. Uh, 360, a service which costs money to play against players who don't use cheats, uh, basically profiting off of cheaters. And then TF2, refused to deal with aimbot users, hasn't given Valve given a Valve update since 2017. Only updates are new hats to buy. Literally had bots showing child uh, stuff, I can't say. And uh, was only stopping after media outlash. Artifact is a game, I assume. Uh, killed after bad launch. And then Dota, Valve's baby. I guess that's the one that they pour all the uh, resources into. So what's your take? Uh, my So I don't really know anything about any of this. So I used to play CSGO a lot. I think it might be my third or fourth most played game at this point by hours on Steam. But I don't play it anymore, so I don't know anything about I've never heard of this 360 service thing. We used to update to fix anti-cheat. Look, I was pretty sure that their anti-cheat has been whacked for the longest time, so oh I guess I guess I do know about that. Um <laughs> but I figured it's more like just like a anti-cheat is hard thing. Although I'm not entirely sure why they couldn't switch to another anti-cheat system perhaps just hard to you know integrate that stuff with uh, say source engine uh, and actually probably there are like uh, presumably there are not uh, many anti-cheats that actually work on source engine considering it's a pretty uh, niche engine uh, and that is what CSGO uses um, so maybe VAC is the only like pretty much the only viable anti-cheat solution it also has uh, some Steam integration uh, but not much I guess so I don't know if they're like unwilling to fix it I don't know like if it's just a hard problem I don't actually know anything about that all the other stuff I literally never even heard of. <laughs> the game Artifact, it's like, Artifact, whatever it is, it sounds familiar. I, I don't, I can't remember what it is. I don't know. I guess it's killed off the launch, huh? <laughs> uh, Dota, Valve's Baby. Once again, I, I've never played Dota. I don't know a single thing about Dota. I've never met someone who plays Dota. It's very odd. Like, I think Dota is like, uh, like top three most, well, it's definitely top 10 for sure. Most play games on Steam, like always pretty much, right? I never spoke to someone who says, yeah, I play Dota. I don't know. I never see that. <laughs> Same, um, though. I've never, I've never heard. I actually, the only time I've ever seen someone play Dota was, uh, or met someone who played Dota was at uh, in college when I was working at the Digital Media Center. I saw someone, one person out of all the league players playing league, one person was playing Dota. And I was like, that's what Dota looks like. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, though, because, like, it is one of those played games right but I, I just like you know literally like top 
it's been there for a long time. But where are these people? I don't know. <laughs> it's isn't a lot easier the, to find a CSGO player or something like that. Isn't the meme that uh, people like, like that, that League is just the better Dota? I don't know if that's a, that's like the right way to say it, but isn't that like the... I mean, the I don't know. I mean, people play it though, right? Like if I go to Steam charts right now, Dota is number two most played game currently on Steam after CSGO, right? So <laughs> you would think it'd be, because currently there are 286,000 people playing Dota too. I don't know where they are though. So, <laughs> uh, by the way, the next thing is way lower. Is Dying Light Two, which just released, so that that won't that won't stay there long. <laughs> but it's uh, 148,000. So we're talking 140,000 difference. So about it's about half. Yeah, the next the next thing on the list has about half the players currently, and it just has that new. It's a very it was a very hyped up game, and it just came out. So yeah, sadly I can't really say anything about this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, I will say, however, that uh, I actually don't. Yeah, I think Valve is kind of a, a whack company in some regard. Um, I understand that you know they gave birth to a lot of cool games and stuff like that. Uh, some of which I haven't played. Like, I played a bit of TF2. I see the appeal there. I've not played Half Life, even though I've been like begged to before. Because <laughs> you know, apparently it's very, um, very, very influential towards uh, you know uh, games that came later. It's very uh, innovative and or revolutionary i guess first time or whatever so i haven't played that but i will say the steam store is just really bad it is the worst product in existence it is slow it is ugly in some places ugly um looks like it because oh, it literally has not been updated. some parts have not been updated for many many years i feel like i, I feel like when i started using steam i feel like it looked the same but uh probably it's not <laughs> the case but <laughs> i cannot remember the last, the last way it looked uh in certain pages they did actually recently like Recently, meaning like two years ago, update uh, a bunch of the pages. But uh, um, yeah, it uh, Steam Workshop is like I don't. Th- I mean, I feel like I stopped developing it. Like, okay, it's cool now, but like certain things are just not like like I feel like there are ways to go. They're just not going with that. And so people use other like third-party uh, mod hosting sites like ModDB, which is like it's annoying because it's not Steam Workshop. It's just like it's no best of both worlds <laughs> uh, in that regard. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Steam Store is pretty garbage. That's it. <laughs> oh, and uh, their uh, quality control is like non-existent on Steam games, pretty much. But does that really matter? I don't really think it's actually that important. I mean, it just lets people point out inaccurate figures on how many games come out. Well, it's not inaccurate. Misleading figures on how many games come out a week. It's like, okay, this many come out a week, but like, they shouldn't have passed quality assurance, <laughs> pretty much. So, yeah. Which is a great segue into Ben's uh, take, which is next. Uh, ben, do you want to explain? <laughs> yeah, so this is a pretty controversial uh, take I found on Reddit. Um, I'm just going to read it. It's pretty, not too long. Uh, what is your opinion on so many people doing game dev? Normally, I would not be against people just making games. But when people from different fields or maybe some professionals from the CS field just want to do game dev out of nowhere, it makes me question lots of things. Is this the main reason why the quality has definitely dropped over the years? Is it better to have a bigger community community of game devs so that everyone can see and learn from each other? Is there Are, are there reasons? Uh, like, Stardew guy made millions of dollars, so, let's, so let me try too. I would like to hear your opinions be- because why not? All right, well, here's my opinion. Uh, yeah, that was extremely relevant. That's funny. 
I don't really think a lot of people just like suddenly go, oh, I want to do game dev. Maybe that's a thing, but uh, it's not something I've really seen much of. It seems to be like a more long term thing, not like, you know, I'm already like a computer science, you know, someone who's like a, in a computer science job or something like that. And like, oh, I'm going to do game dev suddenly, right? Probably grew over time or something like that. I think. I think naturally the amount of people who want to do it increase as gaming becomes larger and, you know, uh, people play game, more games essentially and uh, think, hey, it's pretty cool. Or they see that uh, it's a viable career and they decide they want to do it, whatever, whatever. Um, um, so is that a reason why quality has dropped over the years? Well, yeah, I think that has something to do with it because there was a time where the barrier to entry in game dev was higher, and so you had to be better at what you did in order to, to get on the Steam, on the Steam store, right? As well, it, it was a, it was a more niche thing, right? So it was more like people with more passion are going to be the kinds of people who are going to want to do these things. Uh, people who are more likely to study games, stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, I think just more people wanting to join, do something, right? It's like how many people like start drawing, and you know they. They don't, they don't get anywhere with it, right? It's, I think it's a similar sort of thing. Just a lot of people doing it, and just naturally a lot of people just won't end up <laughs> being, you know, doing good at it, which is just normal, I think, for any sort of art, art form. Uh, is it better to have a big community of game devs so that everyone can see and learn from each other? Um, yeah, I guess, although I say, you know, yeah, I, I think... Yes, I think it's better to be able to learn from people, right? Uh, just have more people means you can learn from more people. And it seems like we're not like saturated in any way in terms of like teachers, right? Like there are not like infinite numbers of YouTube channels you can find. You know, there are a lot, but there are only so many of like that are you know really good quality and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I think it definitely helps uh, to have bigger communities and you know not even like larger scale things like YouTube channels, but even things like people posting on forums. Like you go to like the Unity game design forum, which I frequent. It is not very, it's not that active relative to like, you know, the other areas of the Unity Forum or other, you know, other places of communication. That's really not that active at all relative to what you think, given that it's, you know, a game design subform of an entire, you know, the largest game engine in the world, right? Uh, by, by users, at least. It's, there's definitely room for more game devs to, to join in on the conversation, you know? A lot of, a lot of uh, uh, potentially interesting topics go unnoticed or you know people you know people just don't respond because there are not a lot of people and people who do see it and i just think it's not worth their time or whatever and i kind of feel bad for whoever made the post because they're not getting any responses or they get few responses or whatever although i think that partly has to do with the fact that people are moving away from forums like that uh traditional forums like if you go to like reddit you probably have an easier time but <laughs> um even then still it's not gonna you know you're not for sure gonna get response other reasons like Stardew guy made millions of dollars. Let me try to. So if you don't know, Stardew is a uh, indie game that became very popular, very, very, very popular. You know, I always hear people say, if you're doing game dev for the money, you're in the wrong field, uh, which I think is pretty true, because things like this are definitely up to a lot of RNG, <laughs> a lot of randomness. Uh, I'd say, uh, like making millions of dollars. I'm not I'm not describing this guy right, but I'm sure he did not expect you know anything near that amount of success. Um, so should you try such thing? I mean, you definitely shouldn't try it. Like, yeah, I mean, if your sole purpose is to make money, there are definitely smarter ways to make more money with less risk than doing game development. It's more of like a thing if you're passionate about it and you want to make money at the same time, right? <laughs> um, that's when you should do game dev. 
So are people joining in because like people see the success? I hope not. <laughs> it was more of a passion thing. Yeah, people often say, you know, don't do it if you like see this so many times in YouTube videos and whatever, whatever. People say, don't do it for the money or whatever. But I never see anyone say they're doing it for the money. So <laughs> uh, I feel like yeah, most people I speak to say, or just like, I don't care about the money. You know, I'm just making a game because I want to make a game. So I don't think this is a big reason for sure. I think most of it from at least people I've talked to, it's just like, they just want to make the game. <laughs> they may not make the game that they want to make. That's pretty much it. Cool, cool. And I guess that kind of relates to yours in a way. I, <laughs> in a sort of oh. way. <laughs> It's a little less smooth of a transition uh, than uh, the last one, but I think it relates somewhat. Go ahead. Yeah, so this one's about uh, cloud gaming, and uh, it's just the title. There's no like description. It just says, Hoping cloud gaming takes off so gaming equality is available to the masses. More importantly, we will never be held ransom by scalpers for consoles and GPUs ever again. And if you notice on this post, this has uh, a net zero upvotes and it's 32 comments, so it's very controversial, I guess. Uh, pretty, pretty split 50-50, actually, um, on whether they like they like this, this post or not. But um, yeah, so cloud gaming is something that's becoming more and more relevant, although Stadia kind of died. But I think it'll manifest itself in Microsoft or Sony or something like that. And you know, people are some people are looking forward to it and. Thinking, part of the reason why people think it's inevitable is because of the uh, high prices currently of consoles and GPUs due to uh, hardware shortages and scalpers and whatnot. And so this person is saying, you know, hooray for cloud gaming. People are saying hooray for cloud gaming. Gaming will be cheap. It'll be essentially like consolidated. And from there, it can be made cheaper, you know, by having essentially multiple people sharing large servers that are more efficient and, you know, all that good stuff. So I think this is, you know, Okay, is it good in that sense? Sure, but it certainly isn't like uh, wholly good. Uh, there is definitely some issues with it, and the fact that you might actually just run into the same exact problem, and <laughs> uh, that you know, if you okay, let's say you know you have a scenario where you know, because starting up a uh, a game streaming service is not a cheap endeavor, right? You need a bunch of servers, and uh, that's probably the biggest barrier to entry. So you need a bunch of servers everywhere. So you can imagine that only a few amount of companies will be able to develop streaming services for games. Now, what this means is when you have, you know, a low pool, they might start jacking up the prices, right? Because they're not there's not actually that much competition. And so you just help ransom by the cloud streaming services, right? Um, and I think there's going to be a lot less competition than people think in that space. As you can see, once again, Stadia dropping out. Uh, I have a feeling Amazon is also going to drop out. Uh, Netflix has been like, I don't know, I don't know what they're doing, but uh, I don't have much faith in them. <laughs> They've been sort of poking at the idea, I guess, of that kind of gaming stuff. Uh, but they do have, uh, you know, streaming is their business, their main business, so I don't know, maybe they can come up with something uh, with nice uh, compression algorithms to deliver really high quality or something like that at relatively low bandwidth, which is uh, one of the big problems. But, you know, I think it'll mostly be a Microsoft thing and a Sony thing, probably. So if you have two options, plus probably some smaller options or whatever, you're going to get to this problem where you only have two options, right? And, you know, that's actually a problem with, like, hardware shortages, right? Where, say, take a CPU or a GPU. They're only available from two companies. For CPUs, you have AMD and Intel. For GPUs, you have NVIDIA and AMD. Like, there's nowhere else you can go to, to get a CPU or a GPU. Uh, same thing with consoles. 
you know, I mean, the console shortage being uh, talking about like non-mobile consoles, right? So Xbox or uh, PlayStation, right? There are only two of them, you know, plus like the Wii U, which I don't even think they manufacture that anymore, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> uh, nor was that a particularly successful uh, endeavor. So, uh, but yeah, you know, I'm talking about at least current gen, yeah, current gen non-mobile stuff is PlayStation and Xbox. Um, so, yeah. You know, is there more to the issue than just the fact that there's two companies? Yeah, I mean, you could maybe there are more companies to still be kind of an issue, but you know, more. I think I think that is definitely part of the reason for sure is that there are just so few options. So when you have cloud gaming, you know, it, it, it's sort of it's sort of tough because you don't own your own hardware anymore, and so you are beholden to the uh, streaming costs of. Uh, of whatever they say, essentially. So, I don't really think that this is going to be the the. I think I think at least it has potential to go very bad. I think. I mean, I think there's a good chance it will go pretty bad in terms of uh, you know, hurt, hurting the consumer. But uh, versus versus you know the, the the way it was before, where you just bought your console or GP or whatever, and you moved on with your life, that kind of thing. And uh, that's it for uh, this week's hot takes, pretty much. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if you uh, if you have your own hot takes, hit us up in the comments. Or go to our Discord link in the description. <laughs> okay, and then uh, I'll finish off with a review of a short film. So uh, we'll transition and get it going. 